Hi, welcome to the show. I am Azita, your counselor, psychotherapist, and behavioral therapist. And I'm Nusha, not a therapist, just a person like you going through life. And this is the project of you, mm-hmm. a podcast that feels like a kitchen table conversation with your mom about yes. life's toughest topics. Love that. If your mother was a psychotherapist, <laughs> yes. Um, we have another request today. Yes, okay. from Ash. From Ash. So Wait, Ash says. But can we, before we go there, yeah. can we also mention again? Um, please be aware that this is not a diagnosis and this is just a resource for you to familiar, familiarize yourself, yourself yes. with different subject in life. So, <laughs> okay. Yes. So what we're going to be talking about. From Ash. Mm. All right. You guys talk a lot about mindfulness, but never tell us how to do it. I've struggled with anxiety mm. my whole life and it's not easy for me to just magically become mindful. Please give us a guide. Oh. I've been waiting for this request, actually. Yes, Ash, you're in great hands. Yes, you are. And for everyone listening to this, if you're struggling with anxiety, overthinking, depression, insomnia, negative thoughts, there are so many things that are affected by your ability to exist in the present moment. To live in now. Mm. And it is the skill that you need to develop in order to live a life of contentment. As, this is what yeah. we search for. As a recovered overthinker, mm-hmm. I could not agree more. Yes, I remember you really, really struggled with this. Yeah, I was always asking you about it. Mm. It really ugh, just casts such a dark cloud over so much of my life Mm. and you'd always say practice mindfulness i'm like how yes well even i know how to practice mindfulness but you know we are human and our mind also plays tricks on us but i know and it is this these words you know the mindfulness yeah um it's a word that really gets thrown around a lot and in a way i think it lost a bit of its meaning. Mm-hmm. I like to use the term awareness. Mm. And awareness of the present moment. Because people don't really know when you say mindful. Yeah, it's you know, like, what, what does, does that, that mean? mean? Mindful, yeah. like mindful, yeah. <laughs> full of things. Yeah, it's like, what does that mean? Yes. But, but really, what does that mean? Okay. <laughs> Let's right. define it. Okay. So... It's easy for people to mistake mindfulness with meditation. Yeah. This is the first thing. Yeah. Okay. So meditation, which we will be talking about oh, it in another episode. Yes, another episode. But meditation can aid in the practice of mindfulness. Mm. But they are complementary, almost opposite in a way. Okay. Where meditation really allows you to detach and create distance and space in your mind between the self and the object or yeah. the thoughts or the feelings. So you you hear in lots of meditation, just go watch the watch the thoughts, thoughts go by, go yeah. by, yeah. put it in a cloud, and so you see it detaching yourself from the thoughts. In the other hand, mindfulness, yeah, it would be more <clears> about connecting to something with intention Mm. so it's really awareness yeah don't get confused so you explained this to me one morning over a pot of tea Mm -hmm. where you were explaining presence being deeply present in a moment and i think anyone listening to this can relate but have you 
ever been driving and you kind of mm. suddenly come back into your body and you're like, whoa, have I been on complete autopilot for the last yes. five minutes? Have I been driving right now? Mm. Sometimes people put a um, carton of milk into... Into the cupboard. Into the cupboard. Yeah. They're keeping their pots and pans. I've done that so often. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. Did you turn the stove off? Exactly. Yeah. So we 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 don't live in the moment. Yeah. Because listen, we I think we lived as humans. We lived a much slower, much more manual lifestyle in the past, and somewhere in the last three decades, mm. it really has become almost completely about automation. Yes. Everything is kind of done for you in the mm. background, mm-hmm. and you can really just check out. You know, you hold up an electric toothbrush and it cleans your teeth. Hmm. You press a button on the coffee machine, it brews your coffee. You order, you know, groceries to your door. It comes in single serving package. You don't have to think, just cook it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The same thing as, you know, the the era of using social media. We don't even hold on on any post. We just keep keep scrolling. Keep keep scrolling. Yeah. Endless scrolling. Yeah. So basically we have the luxury now. That's the word they want us to use. Yeah. We have the luxury luxury of going on autopilot. And these things can be very helpful, very time-saving, perhaps in people with disability. Yeah. It vastly improves quality of their lives. So there are, of course, benefits to having so many tasks automated for us. But there's a big but here Mm. with everything there's also a downside and unfortunately that's begun to happen now in more and more as people we really do just check out of reality check Mm. out from the present and we aren't here anymore in our life moment to moment now now i'm actually very scared new show about that automatic car that you said is coming without a driver (laughs) we don't have to drive anymore (laughs) we don't have to drive anymore and that's really bad for our brain honestly but okay look life can be very painful sometimes is it wrong to not want to be present during those times and what's the long-term effects of Mm -hmm. that okay of course life is painful yeah and some people are fighting battles that we can't even imagine I see it in my clients every day, but there is a growth in that pain. Mm. Meaning can be found there. Purpose can be found there. The darkest chapter of my life are what inspired me to become a therapist and help countless people. Wow. Yeah. And life is also beautiful. Mm. We don't get to pick and choose what we are present for because we don't know what the next moment is. Yeah. If we check out for sad, painful, or stressful, or perhaps even boring moments like eating or showering or brushing our teeth, yeah. then we also miss out really wonderful, joyful, inspiring moment too. Mm. And those moments are often hiding. They are little glimmer in the day to day. Yeah such as a beautiful flower growing from from the pavement of your walk to work. Yeah. That perhaps you would miss if you were on an autopilot. Hmm. Sometimes, you know, an elderly couple laughing together on a park bench, for example, which is, to me, such a sweet and necessary reminder that there is still happiness and joy and love waiting for us, even 
in the later years of life. Yeah. Maybe you miss that if you are so consumed in your own thoughts. And when you miss all these lovely little experiences, life can become a very bleak place. It invites depression, perhaps anxiety, hopelessness. So, yes, you spare yourself a boring or mundane or stressful times in life, but you're also really, really missing out on the important stuff. Yeah, wow. And I love that word glimmer. Because、mm-hmm. I was actually reading the other day, some people were sharing on Instagram. Yeah. That a glimmer is the opposite of a trigger. So, where、yes. a trigger is something that can be really small, really tiny,、mm. but it activates really bad reactions and、yeah. memories and feelings,、yes. a glimmer is also something really small that activates a joyful feeling. It's like a little、Absolutely. reminder that, that, so it's like the flower you set、yes. on the sidewalk,、mm. or you're at work typing away and you look out the window and you see a really beautiful sky and it just. Instantly gives you this little reminder of happiness. That's, that's very true and that's very sweet. And it's actually a concept that we studied、really? during our study. Yeah, absolutely. I literally thought it was like a freshly invented <laughs> thing on Instagram. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's long before Instagram, honey. This is actually back in 1995. Wow. And it's to do with regulating your nervous system. Okay. So, Dr. Stefan. Porges, I think,、mm-hmm. who is a behavioral neuroscience explorer, what is called the polyvagal theory. Okay. And he was looking at the automatic nervous system, which is in charge of regulating automatic tasks like breathing, for example. Yeah. So then there was a social worker, a famous social worker with the name of Deb Dana, who is、um, very famous,、yeah. come up with the concept of. Glimmer, as you said. Oh, and it's just coming、yes. back around now. Okay.、Yes. Yeah. So, when the brain is triggered, it believes that past traumatic events are happening right now. Yeah. So, your brain and body go on high alert. You might feel rapid heartbeat, fast breathing. Yeah, like an anxiety attack. Like anxiety attack. Even that can happen by watching. You know, on Instagram. So if you keep watching bad news or bad.、Um, yeah. If you see two tricks people your body fighting, into thinking it's happening. It's、right、happening to you, actually.、Yeah. It tricks the body as if it's happening to you. Yeah. So this response helps the body prepare for physical danger, as if you are really in danger. So、yeah. your body gets ready, which is very helpful, of course, where there is. Physical danger.、Yeah. But when it's just a memory or a feeling, then it's not very helpful at all.、Yeah. When you are in that state, your sympathetic nervous system, so that's the body's response to stress, this becomes activated. The heart rate goes up, the blood pressure goes up, adrenaline, cortisol goes up. Yeah, it's not a very nice feeling.、No. And the long term effects of that on the body aren't great. Not at all. No, it's, it、mm. isn't. So we always drive this point of regulating our nervous system, becoming less reactive, and coming out of our head and the chaotic thoughts pattern that take us down those spiral and instead becoming. 
active. Okay, so this is the goal. Million dollar question. How do we do that? Okay, this is where mindfulness comes in. Fabulous. Practice of awareness and mindfulness. Okay. Mindfulness is all about living purely in the present moment without analyzing it, without judging it. Mm. So non-judgmental, non-analytical phase. Yeah. You know, assigning good value or bad value to it. You don't do that. Mm. You're not saying this is bad or this is good. Yeah. Because guess what? Mm. When you are in the habit of constantly judging every moment and objects and thoughts, then we also get in the habit of judging ourselves. And we do it so harshly because we are just so used to it. Mm. So just simply existing at peace with this present experiencing. It's almost like a rebellion against that programming. Absolutely. So non-judgmental, non-analytical phase. Every moment is an invitation to meditation. And every activity is an invitation to practicing mindfulness. For me, the biggest, one of the biggest, most life-changing recognitions, and I have to shout out Andrew Monane for this on Instagram. He's fantastic. But he said, how do you know whether Mm. something is good or bad without knowing the outcome? Unless you're psychic. Yes. You know, if you're stuck in traffic, Mm. you might be tempted to label that moment or experience as bad. Yes. But how do you know that? Hmm. What if without the traffic, you were driving down the road and a truck ran a red light and crushed your car? Exactly. You know, and he said, you know, when you're applying for a job and you think the best outcome is that I get this job and the worst Hmm. outcome is that I don't get this job. How do you know that? Hmm. What if that job turns out to be the absolute worst thing that has ever happened to you? Yes. And when you start to view the world through that lens, Hmm. you realize there's only one real option because you're not going to be able to sit there and ponder yes. whether, oh my God, is this going to lead to something really horrible mm. happening mm. to me? Or is it, mm. The only real option is to simply just exist in the moment, detach from the outcome. That's a Buddhist philosophy yeah. that they preach. Yeah, I'm going to do my best, but if I don't get it, it's simply just meant to be mm. that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I would like to change the word exist to live in the moment. Mm. Because there's a difference between just existing and living or just living. Because when you live, that's when you're feeling the pain and the joy. Mm. Existing is very detached from the moment. Mm. Living is when you are living and breathing in the moment with everything it has to offer. So how do we put this into practice? Because it is a skill and like any skills, you have to practice it until you get better. Well, if the opposite of mindfulness hmm. is autopilot, yes, then I would say by reclaiming hmm. those automated moments, you can become mindful. I totally agree. Hmm. Precisely. You're yeah. very right. So you don't have to sit cross-legged under a tree you know, that's what a lot of people picture when we, yeah. when we say meditate yeah, or be exactly, mindful. Yeah. Instead, start by looking at the times in your life where you are most removed. Hmm. Okay. Say 
Is it eating your meals, for example? Sometimes people eat their meals like in two minutes, as if they oh have God. to be somewhere. I don't even, I, I take less than two <laughs> minutes. I'm so bad. This is such an issue for me specifically. Yeah. yeah. So do you eat while you are watching TV so that you can switch your brain off? Also guilty of that. Yes. <laughs> or yeah. perhaps when you are brushing your teeth. Where yeah. are your thoughts? Oh my God. I are you now. even present? Totally. Are you grateful for the clean wall, yeah. for your toothbrush, for actually having your tooth teeth in, to, teeth in to your clean. mouth that you can clean? Yeah. You can now turn those very mundane tasks into a very powerful, mindful practice. Shower is another yeah. thing that I would like to um, practice mindfulness, feeling the water. So mindfulness in actually when all your senses are like tuned to the present moment to present moment and yeah. feeling the water, feeling I love the, the texture of water and then that's when you feel clean. I love that. So it's not just act action of taking shower. It's become yeah. a ritual. Yeah. When you do things mindfully yeah there's this monk andy who i love he works with headspace and he does guided meditation Mm -hmm. and he was sharing this story about when he was at the monastery Mm. and they had this rule where Mm. they were required to take an hour to eat their meals so just one plate of plain rice and vegetables Mm. they turned that into this amazing practice of mindfulness. And I really want to do this personally because I eat so fast, like I was saying. Yes, I know. We all are guilty of that. And yes, that's a fantastic way to incorporate mindfulness into your day because we can be very busy. Maybe we don't have time to take on a new activity. So we can just repurpose something we already do Mm. that's the beauty of mindfulness it can be done at any time as i said every moment is Mm. an invitation to meditate and every activity is an invitation to practice mindfulness yeah and once you begin to feel a little bit more confident with that you can do a blank paper test which i'm gonna what's the blank paper test sure I did a really incredible meditation course, actually, during my studies. And one fantastic technique they taught us to get into that meditative state Mm. was to grab a piece of blank paper. And you can do this at home. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me do this right now. Okay. Okay, hang on. I literally have a paper here. Okay, great. But if you're driving, please don't (laughs) Don't do this. Don't do this while you're driving. Okay. Okay. So... I just lay it, I put it on the table? Yes. Okay. Just lay it down and just look. Not just at, but I want you to look into the paper. Okay. Okay. Immediately your brain will begin to process what you are seeing. Mm. That's its job. Mm -hmm. Automatically. So you will start to immediately have thoughts about it. Yeah, exactly. The texture, the Mm -hmm. color, the tree came from the guy operating the machine that cuts down the trees, Mm. whether he has a family, he goes home to that night, Mm. what he had for dinner after work. Yeah. Very judgmental. (laughs) Okay. Maybe you are not as recovered from overthinking new shit that you thought you are. <laughs> this is why I meditate. This is how fast okay. my brain just goes in a million directions. And that's very natural. Yeah. So we are we are training our brain. It's perfect. This is a great example. Your brain 
just very quickly took you away from the present moment. Wow. Just being present with this yeah. piece of paper. That was your task, but yeah. obviously the brain wasn't able to do it. Within a split second, you went somewhere else. You were no longer in the present moment. So I want you to try again. Okay. Look at the paper. And okay. just stay there. Stay in that moment for as long as you can. It will take some practice. You don't be frustrated if you don't get it straight away. But stay there. Like how do I stay with the paper? Like what are some techniques here? Okay. Watch your thoughts. The moment they start to stray from the present, I want you to gently pull yourself, pull your thoughts mm. back to the paper without judgment. Yeah. And make sure you're not analyzing this piece of paper. Just sit with it. There is no image or pattern or color to distract you. That's why we choose a blank piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Just enjoy the paper for what it is. Mm. So even not even enjoying, sorry, I rephrase myself. Don't just just be present with the paper. Okay. Not judging, not analyzing. Yeah. What happened is that you give your mind a really nice little rest for a moment. And you will feel it. A very relaxing feeling comes over you when you do this correctly. Yeah. If yeah. you can do this practice every day, even just one minute a day, eventually longer, mm -hmm. soon you will be able to do this with anything. You can look at a flower or a teapot or a person and really only just see them not yourself, not your version of the stories, not your past or your trauma, your experience or your imagination, even your ego. Because yeah. the moment you bring yourself and your thoughts in an experience, that's the ego. Well done. That's the mm. ego talking. Yeah. You can exist purely in that moment. And that is the feeling of being present that we often talk about. Non-judgmental. Yeah, that's beautiful. I'm excited to practice this more. Yes, I really recommend it, especially to clients with anxiety disorders, clients who struggle with um, regulating the nervous system, you know, keep getting hijacked. Mm. Just learning how to come back to the present moment is an immense help in that journey, which I, I highly recommend. I can imagine, absolutely. You know, anxiety... Is living in the future. Yeah. Because you keep saying if, what if, what, what if, if, what, what if. if, what if. Yeah. And depression is living in the past. Yeah. So if we can start bringing ourselves to present, life is not that. that. Yeah. Unless you're actively being shot at. Uh, this is a thing for me as well. Mm. When I, when I start to, again, I'm a recover, recovering overthinker. Yes. And... I used to spiral very mm. quickly because you saw it just now how fast my mm. thoughts will scatter oh, so, like marbles. So I go down a million. Too. I'm very creative. That's mm. that's how we're that's going to interpret it. Absolutely. And when I start to begin to feel stressed about something, mm. I have to just take pause and mm. go, okay, 
Is that happening right now? Yes. What's happening right now? Mm-hmm. Right now in this exact moment, I'm sitting in my room. I'm sitting in my living room. I have a roof over my head. I'm okay. Mm. In this exact moment, mm. I'm okay. If that changes, I'll deal with that then. Yeah. But sitting here and wondering, oh my God, all the things that can possibly go wrong mm. in this scenario does not help me. And what if all. it doesn't? You just miss out on... I just suffered for no reason. Exactly. Yeah. And if it does happen, I suffer twice. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, as always, if you'd like some further support and help on your journey, please reach out to us on www.theprojectofyou.com.au. Book in a session. Yes. And please send us any request for... Our next episode. I mean, for your next episode. Yeah, you can hit us up on Instagram at The Project of You. Send us a DM. Shall we have an affirmation to finish today? Yeah. Do you want to lead one? Yes, sure. Okay. Okay. Repeat after me, sure? Yeah. My past is a story. My past is a story. It doesn't control me. It doesn't control me. My future is a concept. My future is a concept. It is not promised. It is not promised. But I exist in the present. But I exist in the present. Where there is endless beauty, reality and opportunity. Where there is endless beauty, reality and opportunity. I love that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. See you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.